Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glaser Podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri with my mom. She's in studio. She was here with us yesterday for Kathy Griffin. She's here again today. Yes, I am. And Brian is in New York where he is visiting family for Thanksgiving, right? Yes. Yeah. Hello. I'm in uh, Long Island. Oh. He's, yeah. You say in or on? I'm on Long Island. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, th- I was really proud of myself when I adopted on, saying on Long Island oh, instead of in. And then Brian really just threw me a... Oh, because I said in first. There. Yeah, you said in. And I yeah, know Long that Islanders you're from there. On. Yeah, no, I'm from there. So, you know. Well, now, I do you stay at the grocery to... store? Do you wait online or do you wait in line at the grocery <laughs> store? <laughs> Seriously. Um, I wait in line, I think. I'm in line. Yeah, I always wait in, waited line, in line. Yeah. I'm in line. But people say I first, um, Wendy Liebman had a joke that she was like, I met my boyfriend online at the grocery store and I, yeah. that was the first time I ever heard that fr- that turn of phrase to describe a grocery online, store online that's not even no right. yeah the, these people are waiting online oh, like words. that means like uh, like before online was a thing I think it meant like in line oh never it's heard like, that in St. Louis we have a saying that no one else it's only regional to St. Louis what is it in high school and Chris knows this too because he's St. Louis uh, high school if you are from St. Louis in high school, when we would hook up, or if there was a hookup that was going on, and hooking up meaning like anything like butt sex, not not but, butt, butt sex, sex but not butt sex. No one was doing that in high school that I knew of. <laughs> we didn't go to a Mormon school, but um, we <laughs> everything except sex. If you were just like hooking up, e- e- making out to blowjobs, I think maybe okay. was called you got on them. I have never. Did you get heard on that. each other this weekend? Oh my god. Rachel got on Joey this weekend. They got on each other. Uh, and it heard. sounds so stupid now, but it was just the way we said it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds so stupid because it literally just sounds like they just sat on each, like 
One climbed on top of the other and then they just sat, which is kind of what you think sex is when you're a kid. I don't think you'd sure. ever like say those words in front of me in high school. Yeah, we probably said the the gay, the got, the gone, the geet, exactly. the got, the girl. We probably said it in uh, gibberish. Enough to drive yeah. a parent crazy. God, that made me sound feel crazy <laughs> just now. Yeah. You're saying that made me feel crazy. It's yeah. awesome though. Gibberish is amazing. Every kid should learn it because you can. It's a secret language your parents don't speak, or they'll never figure out. Lauren tried but, to teach me, and I was like, I cannot figure this out. It's very hard. No way. But do you understand it. it? I mean, you, you understand you, the guy, it. No. He, yeah, we could talk with the geek of the gant to the gawk to the gooey, the geech of the gut, the girl of the guy, the this, the gant, the go for the gear, for the geek, for the gas, the gant, with the geek, the go with the gut, with the geek, the gar, the gay. It's what a, I just mean? said we could talk to each other this fast and we know exactly what we're saying. Um, it's what? it's just I'll teach you how to you'll learn it quickly because you have a good like math kind of like logical mind. But I'll teach you to you someday. It's pretty it's some, easy for to some learn. reason. It upsets me. It does. It sounds <laughs> it's awful. It's, it's like um, John Early has a bit in his special where he says like whenever you download a new app on your phone, it says like. Would you, is it okay if this app would share information with other apps? And then it's one of the options are allow. And then the other option is ask app not to track. And he's like, ask app not to track. And he was like, you could have just said not allow. Do not allow. No, but it was like, ask app not to track. And he does this whole thing. uh, It's so funny. But yeah, gibberish is, um, it sounds upsetting. I I understand. Who taught you? The the geese, but the goys, the gone, but the gang, but the gate. These boys on spring yeah. break. Oh, I was gonna. Oh, I yeah. Gonna. There, we were on spring break as junior year, and these guys uh, taught it to us, and we were like, wow. it just opened. It's like because it sounds as foreign as a foreign language, but it's English, it's and totally... it's easy to learn. You can learn it in one day, and then it takes a while to get fast at it, but you can understand it just as much as you can speak it. It's 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 the, one of the coolest things ever because it's it really is. That's the cool thing about a uh, foreign language is that it just sounds so cool, and it sounds like nothing you could ever understand, and people could talk about you, and you wouldn't even know it. Mm-hmm. You ha- you have that at your fingertips in gibberish. You just it's, don't know it. You guys had that little club. Yeah, I'm sure it was frustrating for you guys. It, I just would go, I'm so mad. Why are they doing but that? But we were never talking about anything <laughs> too oh, bad. Bull. We, we were talking about like, oh, Taylor stole a necklace today. It was not like oh. we were like doing drugs. Like we weren't like mm. the movie, you know, uh, I traffic. thought you were talking about me. Uh, that was, that's, that, what, that, that's, that's what you, you. fear. Uh-huh. That's the fear. Yeah, we didn't care about it. The, 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 <laughs> the scarier part is we weren't thinking about you at all. <laughs> Parents are just like in the way, you know, yeah, that's gotta be the fear. I, I know that Taylor's on the on the podcast, so you talk about your experience in high school a lot. But it feels like you have so many things from high school that have like the best time of formulated life. your entire personality, but nothing, yeah. almost nothing from college, like almost nothing. zero. Because college for me was doing stand up. It was like right away I discovered stand up, mm. and then I just was doing that, and then it was there was nothing. And and in college, it was like the pressure was on to find a career, make money. Like, I realize now that, like, my parents' money isn't just my money until I die. Like, there's all this things, the pressure sets in. In high school, there's just, like, this freedom to, um, and I just got extremely lucky. I always emphasize that when people didn't have a good, uh, pleasant uh, high school experience, there, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, I just got lucky that my parents didn't move halfway through my sophomore year and I had to start over. Oh, I, yeah. And I just got lucky that I wasn't in the grade above mine or below mine, that I that I was yeah. born in the right month that I got to meet Kirsten and Taylor and Hala and Huffy and uh, these hilarious women. I just I just hit the jackpot. Um, and it doesn't happen to a lot of people, but I just got really lucky with those friends. Obviously, they're still a huge part of my life. Um, 
I would but say. You, talk about getting lucky. Can I just tell you something? Yeah. So back in 2013, there was this really like kind of cute shop on 10th Avenue. I lived on 10th Avenue and 22nd Street with Anya Marina. And I would walk to Equinox every day. And there was this really cute shop that had all these like really high end clothes that I wouldn't even possibly think of buying i mean like we're talking like 300 dollars shirts and 400 dollars sweaters and all this stuff but i would sometimes go in um and just kind of like touch things and like think about what like maybe i just got a good check in the mail from the show maybe i can spend on this but i still wasn't comfortable buying that stuff and there was this one sweater that i just like was obsessed with and i would stop in and look at it and go like i really want that i just can't though it's and i but i memorized the brand name and I tried it on and I've not liked this with clothes. Like I've never become like attached to a thing. In fact, a lot of times I will like see something I like and I'll be about to buy it. And then I go, nope, put it back. If you keep thinking about it, that means you should get it. Got like it. don't mm-hmm. like wait a little bit, you know, like really convince yourself you want it. Do you know how many carts I have going on right now? <laughs> oh. It's insane. I got a message oh. the other day. That said, your Abercrombie cart is thinking about you, Nikki. Wait, you oh still shop God. at Abercrombie? Oh, it's one of the best places to buy stuff. <laughs> you are There's, kidding they don't, me. I, I'm not kidding you. Anytime I get compliments on my jeans, I go Abercrombie. Because they do long. Mm. Oh. And so okay. girls with long legs. And they also do short. I mean, the Abercrombie jeans are... I complimented a girl at a meet and greet one time for her jeans. And she said Abercrombie. And I've been on that boat ever since. Jeez. Damn. Um, but so I loved this. I lavished this sweater. And I thought about it for years. And I was searching all over for it all the time. Like I would search on eBay. And I would search on Poshmark. And just do like... And this was 10, 11 years ago. And then the other night it just occurred to me like, Oh, I'm just going to run my search again. And I fucking found it, and it's the sweater I'm wearing You're right now. Kidding yeah. me. It has stars on it. It is a, like everyone makes this kind of sweater now that has like stars on it. Yeah. But nothing. It's never as finely made as this. It's cost me a hundred dollars as opposed to like I think three hundred fifty was the original price. Wow. It's in mint condition. It's the oh, it's, it's a like, size large, which I thought was going to be too big. But if it was any smaller, my it, I would hate it. It's yeah. perfect. I just opened it. I'm fucking psyched, man. Nice. Yeah. This is my white whale, but I don't know. Have you guys ever had a, a, a thing that you've been looking for your whole life? They t- talk a lot about that in the um, thrift store subreddit yes. of like, I found my white whale. I oh, I've never whale. heard that. What is it? 100% white whale. Yeah, back in <laughs> 2009 or something like that, Whole Foods would sell these green reusable shopping bags that were the perfect size <laughs> and you could fit like... You could fit like almost two shopping carts full of groceries in this oh, one bag. Yeah. And then they would expand. And then the one like thing that people don't like about it is that the opening is like a little smaller than the bag itself. So sometimes it's hard to get things in there. But once it's in there, they're locked in. It's not in. going anywhere. Not right? going anywhere. You can anywhere. set it down. And it's not going to spill out. I would put so it's all like a this volcano shit, shape. It's volcano shaped almost a, a little less extreme <laughs> than that. <laughs> right. It's like right, a volcano okay. that had recently exploded. Okay, and okay. I yeah. would put that bag on my bike and like ride home from uh, the grocery store with it. Nothing would go wrong. And I still have the bag. <laughs> I've been wrong. using it and reusing it. I've had this bag for 15 years oh and it has God. a little hole in it. And Ugh. it still works. You can put it in the, in the washing machine. But I tried. I was like, I love this bag so much. I want to buy another one. So I went online. I went on eBay. I went everywhere. I called Whole Foods. They don't make the bags anymore. There's, you they can't find them anywhere. <laughs> 
I these green shopping bags. I called Whole Foods. I called Mr. Foods and he said, you they had, don't like, make the them SKU anymore. You number and they like typed it in. They're like, sorry, People sir. know what I'm talking about on the internet. Oh, too. too so there's other people bags. too that are like, I'm obsessed with this bag. Yes. Because those, you know, like the typical reusable bags that are made of like a plastic bottle that are crinkly and loud and aren't that good. Those are, those are not great. They don't hold a lot of stuff. You can't fold them up. You can't scrunch them up into a ball and put them in your pocket. Mm. And the ones that you can scrunch up into a ball and put in your pocket have a big opening and they, uh, things fall out. Try putting a normal like Trader Joe's bag that's not plasticky on the floor and everything will just flop out of it. Yeah, that's a good Especially point. Especially on a bicycle. Yeah. Yes. That's not going to work. So if anyone has a lead on a green Whole Foods bag circa oh my 2009... God, I'm looking now. Yeah, yeah, mom's on it. I'm, I, I love to have something to uh, look for at the thrift. But you just told me, mom, that sometimes <laughs> you will like go to a thrift store and like feel like I I need a uh, a certain blouse or something for this thing coming up. Like I yeah. like a sparkly blouse, yeah. and then it'll fucking appear. I I mean, I used to be really lucky in that department. If I needed something, I would go. I'm gonna find it. I'm going to go in there and find it. Well, that's the law of attraction, baby. I'm getting yeah. into it. I know I've gotten oh. into many things on this podcast where it's like, this is my new thing, but I really do believe manifestation. And like, if you believe that you have it, if you believe in your soul that you've already achieved it, that it's just going to happen and you relax and you act as if it fucking happens. I'm going to And I was listening, Chris and I were watching Ellen DeGeneres' special um, relatable is the name of it. It's 2018 Netflix the other night, which is hilarious, by the way. It's so mm. good. It's I I just love her stand up and um, but she says in it that she um she was like pretty like down and out. She had no talents, she would like she had no aspirations, she was like an oyster shucker and she worked in a grocery store. She like had all Damn. these jobs. She was but she just didn't know what she was doing with her life. She was in her, you know, early twenties. New Orleans, right? I don't know where yeah. she was exactly. Yeah, maybe. But An she, oyster shucker. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do down there. And she said wow. that she... <laughs> I didn't know this, but she, her her partner, her girlfriend at the time was in a horrible car accident, died. Mm. Ellen oh. drove past it not knowing it was her. Oh, oh my God. God. And she Whoa. had to move out of their house together, their apartment together, and she moved into this basement apartment and she was that was just infested with fleas. So she was sleeping on the ground and there were fleas all over. And she was just like, what am I doing with my life? And she was like... She'd never done anything creative, really. Like, she's just was, had never even thought of comedy, didn't know, didn't act, didn't sing, just was like, what am I even doing? And she was like, I'm just going to write a poem. She had no intention for it to be funny. She was like, because she was thinking about, like, why do fleas get to exist? But then my, my girlfriend, this beautiful woman who had her whole life ahead of her, why is that? Why is she dead? And she was like, I'm, I really wish I could ask God about this. And so she wrote a poem in which she was asking God about, fleas and like why are they around and then she was like thinking oh if the poem i would call i would call god like it would probably she wasn't even trying to be funny she was like the phone would probably ring a lot because it's a big place and then he, <laughs> she'd be put on hold and the hold music would be and then there was it was this religious song chris laughed because he's catholic i didn't know the song she was like but it would it would be that music playing but it'd be live because it would be you know and um mm -hmm. and she and then she decided she just had this moment as she's writing the poem and this is just you know what she says so maybe it wasn't exactly what happened but i believe her she said in that moment, she was like, you know what? I'm going to tell this on the Johnny Carson show someday. She had never thought about doing stand-up. She had never thought about being a comedian. She had never thought about being an actress or anything. She was just like, I'm 100% going to say this on the Johnny Carson show someday. Six years later, 
She does that exact joke on the Johnny Carson show. And she goes, and I'm going to, in this moment, while she's on her mattress writing this poem, she's like, and I'm going to be the first woman ever that's asked over to his couch. After oh my it. god And it happens right She <clears throat> finishes her, mo- her finishes Do we her believe sh- her That's the thing I paused the show And I was like Chris this is what I'm talking about This is manifestation If you just believe it so hard Like it doesn't matter It will happen And he was like Well this is also like Information bias I guess Or what, what Confirmation bias Where it's like We only hear the good stories Of when this happens We never right. hear the people of Like saying I was gonna be on Johnny Carson But I never made it You know We only yeah. hear The stuff that goes well And she could have Changed the story To fit To make it better yeah. I, d- I I buy it Because I The more I've been Looking into this It's just You know I've talked about it before But it's like it's There's science behind it It's like There's If you Quantum physics is about Like there's different Realms happening There's infinite realms happening where your life is going on in a different direction all the time and if you visualize that version of your life it will show up in your own like it's if you give attention to what you want that thing will show up and it has to be done in a certain way like i'm reading all these instagram um or sorry subreddits about uh law of attraction and um these different men who have like uh you know championed these different methods and i'm listening to youtube videos um, I just don't know what to manifest because I kind of have yeah, a what are you life. Manifesting I keep going right like, <laughs> I think right now I'm manifesting having, um, I like, I, well, I'm just going to say it. Like I have an award-winning special coming out. That's, um, Emmy award-winning and it's, um, Ooh. and Taylor Swift wrote me about it and yeah. said oh that That's she really enjoyed one. it. She wrote me a personal note and I don't want to share the details of it cause it was personal and I feel like it's going to kick off our friendship. But, um, she wrote me a personal note about how much she enjoyed it. She liked the shout out. Um, and uh, yeah, and 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 I'm up for an Emmy, and I I just want it. That's so weird. And so after winning that Emmy, I just feel like my life is just kind of going in the direction I always wanted it to go. And I have this. Um, I'm just like do, my career is just like where I want it to be. I um I'm really my body has changed because of Pilates. I enjoy Pilates <laughs> so much. It's just become a practice that I don't even need to like is work this, at. Is this all manifestation? Yes, this is. I <laughs> yeah, I um yeah, and I'm I'm my niece's favorite aunt. Oh, you all. Poppy are. Poppy has Listen, declared that I'm her favorite. That's not even uh, <laughs> I heard she's been asking about me. Oh, is Nikki around? Where's Nikki? Really? Yeah. You hear it too? Is Nikki? Why aren't you telling me about this? Oh, that's all I want to achieve in life is Poppy oh. wanting me. I don't even care about for some reason no, just having the girl she's... the girl uh relative. Wait till you see her and her little brace that she's I know she broke her clavicle. Yeah. What? I know oh, she, thing. she fell off uh, her brother's shoulders and she broke her clavicle and she's so cute in her little cast. I oh, haven't seen no. her yet. She just and her little sling. Oh, we went to the playground, which probably wasn't a good idea, but she's just like she knows how to work it, like to go down the slide on one side. Yeah, she's making do. She's pretty good at but it. But back to her asking about me. Oh, she <laughs> what she did ask about you. I mean, she's like, is Nikki gonna be there? Or this yeah. is cool. This yeah. is good. Yeah. Oh, she adores This is always you. what I've wanted. Halloween, I found there was a turning point. She just started looking at me like when I wasn't looking at her. Mm. Almost like she has like a like the way when you know a guy has a crush on you. Uh-huh. Where you just like She's checking you, you out a You can just more. feel their stare where they're just kind of like studying <laughs> your face. Like, I think I love her. Where you're just like, it hasn't happened to me in a while, right? But like, there was just a vibe with Poppy where I'm like, 
Oh, she's like very interested in mm. what's going on with me now. And it's like, I, I even took dad aside. I was like, I think something's turned with Poppy. Like she's very into <laughs> what I've like. I think, I think she's, she's don't worry. She'll be your, she'll Thank be your God, girl. That's all I want. Okay. No, she'll be your girl. Well, my mom, um, well, oh, well, I was going to say about this law of attraction thing. So that's what I'm manifesting. And if you, the thing is, if you have trouble figuring out what to manifest, which is a hard thing for people, you're supposed to say, wouldn't it be nice if, oh, and yeah. then okay. fall, fill in the That's blank. That's a good thing to do. And it's Wouldn't also, if you it take be the, nice? not like the Loki multiverse Marvel version of the, why it works, but also if you just start thinking about that thing and believing it's true, it instills you with the confidence and yes. starts planting the seed that will give you the plan and the confidence and the thoughts to go actually do it. Yes. Yeah. And that's true. I saw an Instagram with Reese Witherspoon the other day where she was talking about like, I just am confident all the time. I walk into auditions that I knew that I wasn't maybe right for, but I would just walk in and act like, oh, I already have the part. I mean, we've all heard this kind of thing before of just like oh, act yeah. as if, but um, you can tell that's like, she's very confident. She she's is so confident. I mean, have you heard her get arrested? Is, what is the fine line of manifesting Delusion. versus lying to yourself or luckiness. I mean, it's not lying to yourself because if you believe it, like it's just, there's just no, it's, it, it, I guess it, it, it's not, I can't say it's lying to yourself because then that negates the whole thing. It's not, it's just knowing it's going to happen. There's no lying to yourself. And if you have that question in your head of like, this is me lying to myself, it ain't going to work. Like and you like got to be. Go ahead yeah. and lie to yourself. Like, who gives a shit if you're lying to yourself? Like, totally. Like, if you if it makes you feel better that you believe in uh, Jesus and you're really religious and that just gives you low anxiety and makes you feel good, then even though maybe it's a lie, like, go ahead and do that. It's like anything that makes you feel yeah, better. People lie to themselves all the time about stuff to get through life. Unless no, you're like we, hitting your, yeah. you know, your wife and you're lying to yourself that you don't hit your wife. But if it's not yeah, affecting not anybody, <laughs> yeah. don't do that one. But if it's not affecting anybody, then like, go ahead and lie to yourself. Nothing wrong yeah, with lying. I think it's my, I actually, um, today I'm going to have a call with my friend because I saw on the, on the, um, law of attraction subreddit, it said, start involving other people in your manifestations. So find a friend who also wants to manifest something. And then you have a call congratulating each other about the thing oh, yeah, and act like great. it's already happened. Oh, so oh. my friend and Kirsten and I are going to have a call later tonight at 6 PM where we both talk both about the thing that we already both want. got. And I said, here's what you're supposed to oh, congratulate yeah. me on. Here's what I'll congratulate you on. And we're going to have a full conversation as if it happened. And there's yeah. no question. There's no like, Oh, this is weird. We're doing this. It's just is what it is. I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah. So that's what, that's the plan. I'm going to manifest uh, that we're going to have one of the best episodes ever um, coming back after this. All right. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, 
Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, we're back. Um, Mom, yesterday's podcast with Kathy Griffin, are you still so excited that you got to talk to her? Well, she said... I'm her girl, I think, basically. She did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, kidding. she was in She was you. like flirting I, with you, Julie. She was kind of flirting yeah. with she me. She totally was. How many times did she say, now, Julie? I know. I love I love that. her. No, yeah. she's really good. Yeah. She's good. She's good. She's good. That was a great she's episode. Good. She had a lot to say. She, I mean, it was yeah. really interesting to hear her perspective on what's happened to her. I didn't know any of that stuff that happened to her outside of the photo. And so yeah, that, I didn't even know she had lung cancer. So to share her story like that, and I have a prediction. I don't want to manifest on her behalf, but my prediction is that she goes out on tour, she starts working this new hour, and then the comeback is on. She's going to do an hour special that's going to be on some channel or streamer, and people are going to be like, I didn't know any of this about her story. And then, boom, she's back. Yep. it. That's... You're so right. That's what that's what I meant by saying like people just need to media needs to get on board. Like people need to be confronted with her story again. Yeah. And then they'll forgive they'll forget about it and everyone loves a comeback. No, guess Everybody what? It loves takes it. 6 years though sometimes. That's the shitty part and during those 6 years it's Can incredible. you imagine ha- having that many people hate you? Like I it wouldn't take a Vicodin addiction to kill myself. It would take nothing. It would take yeah. that much online hate to want to kill myself. Like I, w- I don't think I would survive that. No, it, she's that many so brave me. and so strong. I mean, we didn't even hear. I know more about her life than just what she told us. She's been through a lot. Yes, she has been through, and she comes back. She lost both of her brother and sister to cancer. Mm. She has one brother who is estranged, who was uh, fucked with her when she was little. Right. Um, she had obviously like she lost both her parents within the past. She lost her dad, I think, in ninety or maybe early two thousand nine or something. Her mom in two thousand twenty, and her mom lived with her for mm-hmm. a while. And yeah, she's been I mean, she's been through. She's a- divorced. She had a guy steal a bunch of fucking money from right. her. Yeah, she's and she's someone like let's be honest, like Brian. You know, like as a comedian, people don't like. People are quick to say, I don't, oh, cat, like roll their eyes about her. Like they, they dismiss her. Um, well, you know, people love to hate a woman. I think that's what it, it comes y- down to. If you have that many excuses to hate a woman, then they'll take them. 
Oh, for sure. I'm glad you say that. It's like, it's hard for me to say that because as a woman, it's easy for me to say, yeah, I, I think it has something to do with that. But yeah, she's, and just a such an outspoken one. Well, I, I've yeah. been so proud of her. And when she did what that photo, who gives a shit? Well, she was making fun. If you know, she was making fun of the fact that he said, um, he was talking about Megyn Kelly and how she, when she um, was moderating the debate she had blood coming out of everywhere her eyes and her like he was talking about megan kelly possibly being on her period right and so he was making he had a quote about she had blood coming out of her mouth out of her no, eyes out of her everywhere that wasn't megan kelly that was uh 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 the girl from uh joe morning joe oh okay whoever that was <laughs> yeah yeah. Uh, yeah minka so, minka, minka. Yeah. so he was making fun of that woman yeah, yeah. sorry and then um, oh yeah, he'd never say that about Megan Kelly. Not oh, Megan. I was, I, when even when I said that, I go, why would he say that about her? Yeah. Um. So she was doing a nod to that. She was like, okay, well, we'll make blood coming out of all of his yeah. stuff, and then a mat. You can't buy a whole body of him, so the mask made it look like a decapitated <laughs> thing. Why so did she stand up for herself more? She did, but she her did. advice initially was to apologize because that's everyone's. Our all oh, PR no. agents always say apologize, no. and it's the worst thing you can do is apologize because everyone Not for a joke. No, you can't, no. you know, I'll apologize for hurting people's feelings, but I won't. I'll just be like, I thought it was funny. I fucked up. But like, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's not uh, good to apologize. apologize the, the shark circle, the wolf circle. And I go, oh, she knows that, that she's at fault here. So now we're going to destroy her. Why Whereas is if that? You, what, be, but because, that's why, you know what? That encourages people to not apologize, which is a great thing when people apologize and it could admit yeah. they're yeah. wrong. It's weakness. But, well, what about, the, I mean, yeah, I was more yeah. shocked when we were talking about celebrities and the story that she said about the Jay Leno show yeah. and mm. a certain pop star. Yeah. I oh, was geez. terrified if I had to encounter someone that I had talked shit about. I think there yes. was one shocked. There was someone recently that I can't like, I was going to be on the same thing as that. I was like, I wonder if they saw me say that thing on a special about them or like uh, it's yeah. I'm, I like that she's just like went yeah. up to J-Lo and was like, I want to pick, like, let's get a picture where you're mad at me. Like, cause you oh, know, I've said things about you. Like she's just like brazen sure. and brave. She is so yeah. brazen and great. I love that about her, but God, the way she used to make fun of the Kardashians and uh -huh. I was great. I was like, somebody's got to say what this. We need. So I miss, good. I miss that. I miss just like comedians, just ripping people apart yeah. and just making social commentary. Joan Rivers did it too. Yes, no one was but again. No, but people didn't like Joan Rivers either until she yeah. died. I'm sorry. It's like it's people that with taste did, but right. Joan Rivers is only lauded as like a legend after her death. After that documentary, like it had to take people to be like, here's an artful documentary to prove how hard she's worked. But before that, it was kind of like I think the consensus was like her voice is annoying. Get her off E. She's always she's she got canceled a couple times because she said just she's making just jokes and it just went the wrong way. Like there's so many times I've said jokes and people just go, you know, when I did the view and Kelly Rowland got upset because she was just like, ew, like did you just say something that is just an <laughs> innocuous, innocuous joke and people just go like, why would you say that? They'll take her side too like, because she said, ew. Yeah. And then everyone's like suddenly like, well, she, yeah, well, she's more famous than that girl. So we're going to be on her side. Right. Except Rosie O'Donnell did it. Rosie O'Donnell took my side and was I, like, I'm sorry. That was fucking funny. Yeah. And then she cussed and she said it was the first time she's ever cussed on The View. That's and, so and, funny. Out of doing daytime TV for 20 years, she said it was the first time she ever cussed. Good. I know I told Hell that before, yeah. but yeah. it's just one of my proudest that. moments. But, um, but yeah, um, it's... It's just like this. I'm just struggling with the 
the, it's can the I just say because, the reaction yeah. ew to any joke is Ugh. repulsive to me. It is. It yes. is. Yes. Like that. Like, it's a joke. Like you're you getting disgusted at it is your problem. Yeah. Yeah. And my joke was that. I'll tell it again. It was it was so stupid. It was we were just backstage getting briefed on what we were going to talk about on the show. Rosie O'Donnell was showing pictures of her kids in the bath the night before because they had put all these like um they had these like I don't know bath bombs that would make the color like oh the water a, a purple or pink or whatever. And I said, oh, I had that as a kid, but it was always just yellow, and I did it myself. <laughs> and she just goes, ew. And I was like, it's just a it's fucking a joke. joke about me peeing in the bath. Like it doesn't, <laughs> and yeah. it's, it just just sucking all the life out of it. Yeah, oh, Brian, yeah. you're right it's about that. It's not a great joke. It's yeah. just like it doesn't deserve an ew though. And like, That's let's all alienate rude. this girl on this show where I I've been a regular before. I know my way around, but this girl's yeah. new. So let's say like you're just no you're no fun. Yeah, and it's an insult to go. Ooh, it's like, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a judgment. You know what? On the next um, money players like special, uh, yeah, big play, diamond players, club players. diamond club. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell store another Silver story players. about that person that I because I, yeah. I th- that them. is that is the exact story. I actually <laughs> crossed paths with that person again yeah. recently, and I've been vocal about my like that I think she's not a nice person before, yeah. and so I was nervous to cross paths with her, oh. and so I have a story that's I'm going to tell in the diamond players thing because I don't yes. want it to get back to her. That's going to be come, behind a paywall. So uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned for that. That's exactly um, how I feel about Kim Jong Un. If I'm ever on a Tonight Show with him, <laughs> it's gonna be awkward. It is. I yeah. always. Uh, it, it, it could be dangerous for you too. Yeah. Yes. Honestly, it's um. Yeah, I just. That's why I'm scared to like ever see Taylor Swift, even though uh, you know she did love my special that just is coming out. She did. It's crazy that she did that. Oh yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, she everyone's talking on your about Instagram post. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was wild. I mean, it's it's. I would have been. I wouldn't have predicted it, but I did manifest it. It did happen. But um, yeah. I, even oh. with her, I'm scared. I've said so much, and obviously, <laughs> something I've said before has come back to haunt me. She doesn't me with care. Her. She loves you. Yeah, she's forgiven me. She's she forgiven. she gets that it all Thank comes God. from a place of 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 love, right? Yeah. And just loving my girl. I right. love, and that's why I really do believe, like. Obviously, we're gonna we're best friends. I'm manifesting this. Taylor and I, I'm in I'm in the zone. You are gonna be. In I with the girl. love her so yeah. much. We're so happy for our girl finding Travis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Gigi Hadid is Taylor's one of Taylor's best friends, and uh-huh. she is just as big of a Swifty as I am. Like, just as obsessed, knows all the words, is just as. So I think that you know, me and Gigi really get along in that sense. Right. When we all hang out. Well, you guys have discussed that. How- we are like mm. almost like too fanatical to be her friend, but we're like, it's cool. She lets us be her friend. Wow. It's nice. Um, um, did I you, love this new life. Do you know uh, Joe Para, the comedian? Yes. He's so he's got a tour out right now and he's calling the tour, the Paras tour. And it's a lowercase p and then capital E-R-A-S. That's so smart. Yeah, That's really good. Um, Um, And then also in in Taylor Swift news, sort of. Um, So last night in uh, Monday Night Football was the Eagles versus the Chiefs. That was Travis Kelsey versus Jason Kelsey. They were calling it like the brother. Oh, the brothers. Blitz or something. The brothers. Both football players. Yeah, yeah. They're both Travis. Jason and- Kelsey is is a lineman on the Philadelphia Eagles Pro Bowl lineman, and Travis Kelsey mm. is a tight end on the Chiefs Pro Bowl uh, tight end. And they played against each other in the Super Bowl last year. Chiefs won. Last night was a rematch of the Super Bowl. Eagles versus Chiefs. Eagles won. Eagles won. But oh. interestingly, in the news is that 
Um, in that game, Travis Kelsey had a very important fumble in the red zone, and it basically was the reason why the Chiefs lost the game. Devastating. Taylor wasn't there. He has not lost when Taylor when was Taylor there. Taylor is there. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we're, we're now starting to build the association. She's yes. going to be expected at the games. But also, Travis, um, in an interview or maybe on his podcast, started talking mm-hmm. about how he's in a lot of pain all the time from all of his injuries. He's had 10 surgeries, and he's thinking that maybe this may be his last season. <gasps> now, whether that's gonna he's going to follow through on that or not, but he's saying he might retire soon, which is interesting is because all... he was not saying that last year. To my prediction, what's your? Prediction? I don't know if I've said it yet, but I have, I have a prediction for how it's all going to play out. Oh, okay. Can you say Taylor will be pregnant? Oh uh, my god! Taylor will announce no. her pregnancy. This is my prediction. Mm. Taylor will be, and believe me, I don't want this to happen because the second she gets pregnant, our roads diverge. And yeah, I, you're I, not I manifesting be- this. I met a bestie last night. Um, at my show at the funny bone and she said to me oh my god when you were freezing your eggs i was just like no because i'm not gonna relate to you anymore if you do that and i was like oh my god that's the way i feel about taylor so shout out to sarah uh who i met last night um she and i feel the same way about taylor like because she's a swifty too i signed her taylor swift shirt actually and she was like i go our girl's gonna get pregnant you know it though like we're we're gonna lose her and it's okay how old is she because i want her to have everything she wants in life um she's 33 so oh. she will an- she will announce the pregnancy. I believe I'm predicting Boy. early 2025. Spring Wait, are you predicting or manifesting? No, I'm this is prediction. <laughs> no, this is prediction because I'm saying yeah. I will. Otherwise, okay. I'd say it's it's happened. Wait, yeah, okay. it's already happened. okay. I don't know. I, I haven't studied it enough. If people have studied laws of uh, attraction, please l- let me know of any more secrets that you can do. You're saying in 2025? Yeah. She is going to finish her Eras tour in November yes. 2024. That time gives her time, her body to relax. There will be, an, let me just change it, actually. Yeah. She needs a little time to relax, to recoup. That's right. There will be an engagement in the spring of 2025. There will be an announcement of a birth in the summer of 2025. There will be a wedding when she is pregnant. It's the new thing. She's going She's going the other way. I don't think there'll be a wedding first. I think there'll be a baby first. I think Taylor does her own thing. I don't know why. I just, I, I think that that's the way it's going to happen. They'll get married. She'll be fully pregnant. This is going to happen sometime in the late summer, um, fall. She will give birth in the, in the winter. Are we in 26 yet? thinking December because I think she probably wants a baby around the same time as her. So this is December December 2025. She will give birth to her first baby. um, And then she will have another baby with him um, by 2020, uh, late 2026. She will announce again, 2027, 2028. There'll be two or three kids. There will be a divorce at some point. Now, this is not something I wish on her. It's not something I'm manifesting. This is just, she will have a successful 10 she will have a successful six to 10 year relationship with Travis Kelsey. That's okay. That's a successful relationship. That's no judgment. Just because something doesn't last forever doesn't mean it's not good. I think that is a great long haul. She, but I want her out there again. 
I want her to find other love. I want her to do it all over again. She will date Harry Styles again. It'll come back around. <laughs> they will oh date again God. in their forties. <laughs> they will get married. They will. Um. Um. And I do believe she will end up with Harry Styles. They will divorce. She will keep oh. this going. This is what I wish for myself in a lot of ways. <laughs> I like this. You just keep going. Everything doesn't have to last till you die. We live way too long for that. You gotta keep. She might get back with Travis. There'll be a second marriage after harry these are my predictions i just based on the song um uh suburban legends which i believe is about harry as are the vault tracks in 1989 most of them are about harry suburban legends i believe that she's talking about it's uh, she's talking about her high school reunion that she has a fantasy of walking hand in hand with him together at their high school reunion after they've already been together and broken up she's meaning the grammys that's her high school reunion she sees it someday they're gonna walk back in together do I want her and Travis to last forever? Yes. I'm not saying anything bad. And by the way, none of this means anything. It's I, I wish my best friends divorce. I think it's a great thing that relationships ebb and flow and you get out. I don't Holy think it's a, I don't think divorce is a failure. <laughs> so when I say that, I'm not speaking from a place of I want her to be in pain. I want her I just want her to be in love again and mm. write about it. So that's just my and I think it's very hard to stay in a relationship with your celebrity forever. Um, I have, unless you're Goldie Hawn and, and Russell, yeah, Brand, what Crow, whatever. Is, they're not even married, and they're not even married. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Yeah. She might not even get married. Um, but I, I look forward to going to all the weddings. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, by um, then you guys will be best friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. Even Not after she heard that. If I, I hope <laughs> oh, Taylor, god. if you heard that, you're not offended. I, I really, I'm, I'm totally actually like joking about all of this. I honestly hope. I think, I think Travis is your end game. Oh, and, wow. and, and I mean that by Thank the you, song man. and because when she did sing Endgame as one of her secret songs at a recent concert mm. there was a glimmer in her eye that we haven't seen before <sighs> and and the way she ran to him we didn't talk about it last week and besties were dying for me to address it but that run to him when where, where was this this was in it wasn't Rio it was whatever city she was in before Rio in her South Amer- American tour she guts off stage and he's waiting outside this like curtained area and she runs off stage and r- like as soon as she sees him, she starts running and then runs into his arms. He twirls her around. They kiss and then she they put their arms around each other and they went into a tent. Thank you for giving us that moment because you know what? They could have done it behind a curtain. They could have just waited till they got in there, but they gave everyone that moment because we everyone that was one of the best that. days for <laughs> girls and gay men. Was that day that we all got to share in them hugging and kissing. It was like the end of a rom-com scene. It was a beautiful, they, they swirled around. She gave us that moment and, it's, and, and people go, it's a PR relationship. You know, it can be, it's not PR necessarily to just give your fans what they want and they want to see you happy and love. We all love to see mm-hmm. that kind of affection. I thought it was a beautiful moment and I'm really glad Thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Travis, for not keeping that behind closed doors. Yeah, that's mm. great. I, I really thought it was like we we fucking collectively as Swifties freaked out when she did that. And it was the same show when she said, you know, she goes, Karma is my boyfriend. You know that song? And mm-hmm. she goes, usually she was used to be talking about Joe in the song, her ex-boyfriend uh-huh. in that song. And she was like, Karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me. And it used to be Joe is the guy on the screen. He's in the movies. 
But at that show, she goes, uh-huh. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to, and he didn't know, and he was like so excited. I heard that, yeah. And I just love that they're like, That's just cute. he's on his podcast talking about her. Like, she's just a normal gal. She's yeah. getting talked about on podcasts. Like, I, I really love it. I'm happy for him, really. I've never been happier for anyone in my life, That's I don't think. Nice. I, and no one deserves it more than that girl. She works so hard. She... Yesterday, she broke her heel in Rio. Mm. And she's going through a tough time with the Rio show. A girl died at her show. What? Horribly. Yeah, a girl died. They they, they had 140 degree temperatures inside this damn stadium because they shut. Yeah, there was heat exhaustion. This girl passed out and died from complications from it um, during Cruel Summer. So like at the second show of the thing, she passed out, dies. And, um, And so... Um, they canceled the, the the second night show. People were dying for water. It's 140 degrees. Why was it like that? Because they shut the vents because they didn't want people outside of the arena watching or hearing. Oh, God. Um, so well, they shut the vents and it, they obviously. were charging $18 for a water bottle. Oh, my God. And they wouldn't God. let people bring in outside water. So it was. It I was heard there's a new rule now. A thousand people fainted. A thousand. Oh, my God. That's oh one in 70 people. Well, do you remember their water bottle issue? We would go oh, to the. Cu- so annoying. You have to buy a water, and then they hand you a cup, because and you have to pour your water bottle. You can't throw. Because water bottles are good to throw. Like they, yeah. you know, with a cap on it, it kind of zips through the air, and you could throw it at We her. all know that, don't and, we? And a, and a you <laughs> know, yeah, a, a big. Like, what are you doing, Julie? <laughs> a big plastic cup is hard harder to hurl because it, it yeah. would get caught in the the air, and so fill it with they, urine. Yeah, and so oh, oh. god, so and oh and gosh. Taylor did in a previous show, I think the night before the girl died, say like, "Hey, will you guys not throw things on stage? It really scares me." And so she like had to tell them. So I think they were. It was, but you know, it's just been rough. And Taylor, I get like emotional thinking about it. But then, so she canceled the Saturday show because it was still horrible temperatures. The girl died on the Friday show. On Sunday night, she did the next set of, you know, the next Rio show to make up for the Saturday. And during her secret song, she played the song Bigger Than the Whole Sky. And it's like, she definitely, she also put out a statement prior to this after Anna's death, where she said, I am so heartbroken about this death. I can't talk about it on stage because I get too emotional. Just please know that I'm thinking about it. Like, it was just this, Anya told me this weekend, she was like, I read that statement and I was jealous of her empathy. (laughs) Like <laughs> she just seems she was like, I just never cared about like anything that much. And Taylor's just you can just tell Taylor's just like this she's a really sweet, bleeding heart. Sweet like girl. And if and so she sang the song Bigger Than the Whole Sky and like and the lyrics are like Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You were bigger than the whole sky. You were more than just a short time. I've got a lot to pine about. I've got a lot to figure out. I'm never gonna meet what could have been, would have been, what should have been you. Gives me chills thinking about it, but like the whole audience like knew it was for her. Oh. And it's like this really, really sad song about, you know, we, we initially thought it was maybe about a miscarriage, but it's really about like, it's just about death. And it's just like about someone dying too young, probably because mm-hmm. I'm never going to meet what could have been, should have been, what would have been you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so she, that was her like tribute and she got emotional during it. And, um, and then last night at the show, she broke her heel Right, and well, this yeah. is this is what I love is watching this clip of her breaking her heel, and it's right away like she broke it. I think during her performance of the man, so she's in the same outfit for the opening, which is Miss Americana, which is a uh, you know a verse and a chorus, and then she goes right into Cruel Summer, which is the whole song, and then she goes into the man, which is the whole song, and then I uh, you need to calm down. She's in these amazing boots, Louboutin boots, 
And the heel fucking snapped off right in the middle of the man because at some point in the man, you could see that it's off. And then she goes on to do Lover, which she's just standing for with her guitar at the um, microphone. And like, I guess I, if you would have told me this happened, I would have been like, oh, she'll say something about it and be like, well, my heel broke and the show is still going on. This bitch, she did not even address it. She just points that toe, acts like it's still there because you know what Taylor has in mind a lesser performer, i.e. me, thinking about what I would do in that scenario, I would call it out because I go, everyone's going to see this. Taylor knows most of the crowd does not see that her heel is split. And this is like a thing that think people people constantly think, you know, when you go out and you like, oh, uh, I have a sty in my eye. I know it, like you like get to it before other people uh-huh. can get to it. And people go, I would never even notice if unless you told me. <laughs> Taylor's smart enough to know I don't need to ruin this moment and, and make this about my broken heel. It's not a thing. Just act like it's there. Manifest that heel. So it's really cool to watch her play lover because she's just pointing that toe and it's as if it's there. You're just that like, must but be it difficult. is not there. That's yes. hard. Wait, did the heel actually just pop the, off? The whole heel. And okay. it's like a four inch heel. He- so oh, she's I pointing know. her toe <clears throat> as if she has a four inch heel on it and you can't tell at all. And she's walking around and she's just walking on a pointed toe wow. like, uh, like Barbie, you know, wow. like her. It's just that little um, detail. I go, wow, that is, that's, that's how pro she is. She doesn't, anyone else would have fine and she could have done a funny i think a less her on a different tour would have called it out because that's but she is just now i don't think she stops a, for anything she's a queen yeah she's just like she's just the best performer going i'm just like such obviously such a fan so that's my whole that's, taylor tirade um we gotta go to break but i want when we get back i want to hear about this is my first time seeing you in a really long time i know mother have you missed you. It's too long. We're going to talk about your Paris vacation, your European oh. vacation oh, that you're back from. All right. After this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We're back. My mom, Brian, Noah, Earl here. Um, Mom, you just got back from Paris and Amsterdam. Is those two places? Yes. Yes. Did you go anywhere else? Excuse me? Did you go anywhere else? No, I didn't go anywhere else. No, actually, we did go. We went to Paris. For a couple of days, and then we went to the countryside. That's what I thought. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, this little town—I can't even tell you the name of it. Um, that's pretty bad. It's okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, but we Alsace. No. Okay. Mm. No, it's this town. You would have never. You won't even. No have one ever knows. heard. No okay. one knows. Okay. But anyway, it's all you know, like countryside, and there's a lot of forest. And we went there because we were invited because of a woman we were with. Um, was so you went friends. over for went to visit my sister. She rented a, a an apartment over there for three months. She's still mm-hmm. there, and she invited us for a week to stay at the apartment. To stay at the apartment was and, it so nice? Yeah, it's pretty nice place. Yeah, really. Did you know nice. what she was paying? Um, now I, I forget what she did tell me. I wasn't like Damn shocked. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, you know, it might in be in Paris like, or in the countryside. Yeah, like, in Paris. In yeah. uh, it be- it was a beautiful apartment building. So gorgeous, and they have um, there's a name I forget the uh, the architect that they're all copied from, but they all have a facial front, and then they have a courtyard on the inside. So all the apartments circle this uh, uh, this courtyard. So they all have lighting on all inside of their apartments, and it's just a really interesting thing. Okay, anyway, I'm not uh, grasping what you're tra- it's I, I don't even know, what but you can see into other apartments. You feel like you're in. You homily. basically can. It's like yeah. a rear window. Yeah, you just can't leave your windows open because people can see right yeah. in. Yeah, but anyway, um, and this building is from um 1800s, right? So it's old. But anyway, um, we stayed there for a couple nights, and then we went to the countryside. But the biggest thing we did was go on this uh, followed a hunt, which was uh turned out to be really crazy that uh they actually chase let these hound dogs chase down a deer for miles and miles and hours and hours until mm-hmm. it wears itself down and then they kill the deer mm-hmm. which the I, hounds do the hounds do mm-hmm. did you watch that yeah kind of saw some and it was like, like uh, why do you how do you do view this? something like that? Is it like this in the arena his, or something? This is a historical thing that they've been doing for thousands of years. It's a castle. These castles. So is rape. Yeah, they, <laughs> it was basically like yeah, a rape. you can't Sorry. watch those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't watch those. Uh, just this whole thing of like it's historical. I know it's weird, but when it's, you guys told me that about this, I just assumed you wouldn't like. I assumed you'd go to the countryside, but I didn't assume you'd go on the hunt. How now, do you stomach that? I, well, I did, honestly, I didn't know how it was going to end. I just thought... What? You just thought you were going to chase deer and then honestly, the dogs were going to play no, no, with no. it? I, I thought they call the they corner the deer, and what normally happens is they uh, the head hunter slits the throat of the deer. Oh, that's better. Better yeah, than the- being slowly attacked by 
hound dogs yeah. and chewed up. Yeah, I guess. Well, was that, there a that, chance that the deer would get away or is there just no chance? Like, No, he was actually, I, it took like three hours to corner this deer. Three hours? Yeah, it was running back and forth. They're so smart. They know. They go get another deer and get these hounds on another deer. And so then they chase this other deer for a Who's while. Who's smart? The deers? The, the deer are like... They mm-hmm. they figure this out. Wow, it's almost like they're an intelligent creature that shouldn't be killed, killed for yeah. fucking no reason. No, it is. It, so we were like uh, shook up. We we're like, oh my god, how did this? How does this happen? It's a big, big ceremony too. Mm-hmm. They have a mass. Are you eating him. while all this is happening? I mean, three hours. Is yeah, a like long what time. are you doing for no, three hours? And are I, you in the back of a chariot? Like, I'm on. The, I'm in the back of of the jeep. <laughs> Oh, a jeep! I'm Just in the back of a jeep. Following this deer, get oh, you're following chased. following these country people with on horseback with uh, uh, they're dressed in regalia like with coats and mm. hats and I mean, there's what a fucking bunch of dorks. I, I mean, yeah. it's it <laughs> looks like, like something out of no, no. I mean, anyone they I was filming the whole time, going, "Wow, this is crazy!" And somebody came up and they go. You are not posting that, correct? And I'm like, why? Because they know it's inhumane what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be. I mean, then then I started looking it up going, oh my God, I can't believe that probably they were very nervous about me posting this because it would, you know, display exactly because what Because what on. they're doing is like, I mean, eyes wide shut, like some weird, like kind of cult it's sex kind of, stuff. Yeah, it's a weird thing, but it's like they've been doing it for thousands of years. But anyway, I was reading all about it, and in the countryside, there's all these castles and manor castles, and they all have these hunts. Everybody has a hunt, mm-hmm. and it's a thing they do there. Mm. It's very, you know, you have to be invited to these things. Oh, so no oh. one's really. It's not for the, you know. They didn't expect you to come on a podcast and start gabbing about it. No. Now they're all upset. You, you're going to, someone's going to start chasing you. you, you they don't know what for this one. It's, it's not going to take three hours to catch you, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys didn't wear <laughs> To tire you out. Um, that's, uh. Anyway, that was crazy. And then we, we, we Did you cu- eat it? No. T- really? No. Well, what did they do with it? They let the, uh, they skin it and they give. <laughs> They said they they bag it up and they give all the you know the feeding parts to the peasants. Ah, the peasants. There's still peasants. That's what they say. <laughs> Does that just mean poor people? It What's means going poor, on? I don't hate that that, that poor part. But, <laughs> but they why call don't them peasants. We have to chase it for three hours. But they, they can't. Isn't there better things to do with your time? No, it's really uh, it's you, a, a, a crazy thing to watch. It's like, uh, I don't they, know. Why don't they anyway, just like watch Succession instead? Yeah. You know? the, yeah. The, now, even the morning show I would recommend. No, this is 2,000 years of them doing this oh, on the gosh. countryside. Yes. I, it's I just it, a yeah. weird, you know, weird lots thing. Lots of things are protected by, it's tradition. Though. It's tradition. Yeah. It was it's totally. It's always been done. It's to, so was slavery. It Right. But and it's tradition. No, I and you know. have to respect it. And you have Listen, to like, or, like tiptoe around all their bullshit. Ugh. Listen, I wasn't uh, endorsing this. I was just like being a, like going, wow. Yeah. At the end, and then there was there's a big huge party at the castle and at dinner, and 
dancing, <laughs> celebratory shit. Wow. But then we went to Amsterdam. <laughs> Final thought. Yeah. Wait, you walked through the red light district. Isn't that wild? Oh my God. I thought Did of you. you walk in because those I alleys know- where the girls are just like tapping the glass yeah. and like trying to get your attention? Yeah. It's so nuts. We didn't walk it down an alley. It was a main drag. I mean, like, but then you would cut off. In- I know that's the man- main drag, but then you would cut down a little corridor and there's like, they're right there and they're like, it's like you're at the zoo. I it's would like you're tell at a museum. You, I and was just in behind this glass. Yeah, I was like looking at these girls. I and then I was like going, kind of proud of them. Like, let's talk about that. Honestly, like that, that they have the right to do whatever they want with their body. So, that if they, if they want, no. Listen, this is a tricky subject because I mean, well, they don't have to be behind this glass. Maybe they do. Maybe they're. I don't know how it works out, over there, but it's but a like, legal thing over there. Yes, so maybe they are collecting all the cash uh, themselves. But, but there is oftentimes when it's presented like this woman is just I owning agree. her own stuff, and she's. There's usually a man behind it collecting. Well, things it didn't and, feel like that. It felt. It doesn't like, feel that way. No. It felt like she was on there on her own. She wanted yes. to be there, and and there's some old ones. There's some unfortunate looking ones. There's like some, you know, it's these like, girls all look pretty unfortunate, pretty looking. good. Yeah, just That's like oh, kind. that. Yeah, because you can't I mean, say ugly, but like they, there were some ugly girls. I feel bad that that's what they they do to make money for well, them. But I some say, of them enjoy it. Yeah, so, for sure. And so, some of them look at it like. You know, I, I look at uh, things people do and I go, I would never fucking want right. to do that all day. I'm trying to think of it like being um, being well, a, that wouldn't be, a that trainer. Would be. Like I go to a trainer and I'm like, oh, my God, like I'm just another one of her clients. Like all day she just has to be like, hi, like with uh-huh. nine different people like, hey, OK. And then come they up love with, that. But, but yes, I know. But I would hate that. Oh, yeah. uh, like I'm saying, like there are things sex can be something that it's just obviously it's it it, it can be joyless, but you just like get through it. It's like any kind of job. Well, so mm-hmm. right. I'm sure. But I mean, them... I, it felt like they were there on their own accord. Yes. But yes, maybe I'm wrong. No, I don't. No, I don't think you are. I think. And that's just always the sensitive thing I have. I'm talking about porn a lot in my stand up special. That's um, oh. I'm winning that Emmy for or I won that Emmy for and. <laughs> Um, I'm talking about my, um, yeah, like, well, I've said that I like would like to, uh, there's a part of me that was like, oh, I could see myself doing porn and you were like, you take that out of the reality show. I don't want people knowing you said that, that out because it's performative. That's what I like about it. It's like, you're performing this thing and you're doing something that people go like, I could never do that. There's something that's really interesting about that to me, but it's usually, I don't like that. It's met with like. That's just you're disgusting, and I wouldn't do that because I'm disgusting. It's like, but you do do this with with your husband, but for some reason that's not disgust. Like it's the mm. doing it with with some gross guy is not. Gonna well, maybe the guy's not gross to them, and maybe it's you know I wouldn't want to touch bodies all day, but some people massage people. You know, like right. d- d- there's there's some people that, but then there are people who work in hospices who have to deal with you know dying perfect exam bodies, people's butts. Yeah, fucking those people. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm just oh, I know you're taking this in the wrong direction. <laughs> but it's it is I yeah, uh, I I have that dilemma because I know there are lots of porn stars that are like, I love it and I chose this and this is exactly what I want to do, but then uh, you know, I feel like most of the stuff I watch is not that. It's it's women that are well, this, this wasn't their first choice. Okay. You know? And I you're going to win a Grammy would... for this. Why would they have an sex Emmy. with some guy when they could Emmy. just go on like OnlyFans and start an OnlyFans and never have to touch anybody? Mm. Is there is it that's an interesting get their online following going or is there something Maybe about it's doing so it in much person? more lucrative 
and maybe you can person. make so much in one night and maybe it's um yeah may, it's probably financially just there's more money to be made uh in the red light district from just like horny dudes on bachelor parties but it is weird to be in this crowd that's shuffling so slowly past Through these people it's like a museum and you look in each window yeah. and you see this mm-hmm. girl just adjusting her thong licking her lips yeah making eye contact with you uh, we went to a live sex show oh i knew you guys should have gone to that it's so funny no your dad wanted to he said we should maybe i'm like you should have gone it's no so it's, it's funny it's not like even sexy it's you know in ted lasso they said it's just tired people having sex and it that yeah. really is what it <laughs> well is. that's it's, what i was thinking i thought i'll, I'll be bored y- you would not just you would see a lot of yourself in it <laughs> 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 you know me too well but it was just but it wasn't amsterdam awesome isn't it just yeah the it's such a cool to everybody so laid back and everyone's so nice i mean i was looking for someone not nice oh really yeah I mean, I'm talking about in Paris. Were they not nice? No, they're nice in Paris. Well, did you find like my fear of going to Paris is obviously like they're going to be like, oh, stupid American. Like I never felt like that. Everyone, everywhere we went, Mm. I was like, people talk about that, and it's. Not it's kind of like the New York thing where they're like, New Yorkers are mean. And no, it's like, that's just it's, not. Uh, doesn't maybe really they're stereotype. just thinking it, though. I mean, I, I have a friend who lives in Paris, and she was like, they. She's now lived there for a couple of years, and she's like, they hate every. They hate everybody. Americans. They hate yeah. you if you're not Parisian enough. Imagine if yeah, you're an right. American. Yeah. They're just well, judgy. I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel ever like. Did, does everyone, I hear that everyone's like so, is everyone stylish? Yeah, people is everyone look pretty. Thin? Uh, is everyone smoking? Is everyone wearing like. A lot of smoke. Really, like no one's dressed like in labels or like wearing a bunch of. It didn't, it didn't look like a, no sweatpants. Oh no, it's there's real. no like UGG boots. There's no, no, no like, they're Uggs. not. No one's carrying a coffee cup walking down the street. Like everyone is like mm-hmm. they might be carrying coffee, but it's those are Americans. But um, no UGGs. You did not see like UGGs and sweatpants. Like no one's dressed like grubby. People dress nice to go just down the street. Yeah, it's like yes. the 1800s. Yeah, yeah. tradition. Yeah, <laughs> it's another. People tradition. are dressed I, nice to go watch the deer get uh, tortured yeah, and killed. Yeah, got it and killed. God, that's yeah. such a weird thing you witnessed. It was really... I did not want to hear dad talk about it. I know he's going to make it extra visceral just to like get at my vegan heart. I well, know he mm. does that sometimes where he'll just like... It was actually really cool the way the He loves the to deer, talk about it. The fear in the deer's eye, it just... It was almost uh, poetic. It's bad for the but, meat anyway. Yeah. Oh, how do you know that? That's Adrenaline. true. Bad for the meat. That's why you know you, you have to. They can't. That's see why it they give it to the peasants, or else that's the cortisol why. is coursing through their veins, and that spoils the meat. That's this is what I hear. Brian. Okay, speaking of veins, real quick. Yeah. I'm like so obviously I'm doing Pilates all the time now. And so proud of you. Thanks, me too. Um, and it's just it's a way of life, and um, it's so it's so hard. It's not getting easier. So many besties sent me this video of this um Pilates instructor that was being spoofed, of like <laughs> she's going like, and now your rib cage is a sweater. You're knitting it together. Knit it, knit it again, and four, three, knit. Now your belly, you scoop it like some scallion cream cheese. You scoop, and you're gonna scoop three. Yes, and it's like they just they talk in a different way. They have all these weird things that they say to get you to visualize stuff. It's really I'm starting to love it. I'm starting to feel the thing that I always hated when people said, which was I've heard the first time I ever heard about Pilates. This girl was like. My body has seriously transformed since doing Pilates. I have a different body, and I was just like, "Blah." But it's but kind it's of true. true. It's like mm-hmm. you just start. 
I've said it before. You feel, I feel like I'm learning to walk again. I feel as frustrated as you see like veterans who have lost their legs and they like, you know, when they're struggling and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, I feel that way during this of like trying to engage certain muscles. And oftentimes they do say, pretend you're Lieutenant Dan and you have no muscles. Everything is from your core. So when you're doing leg stuff, they're like, don't work your leg muscles. It's like, I'll be doing a leg exercise. And she's like, pretend how you would do this if you were Lieutenant Dan. And I'm like, Oh. He doesn't have legs. I'm using my leg. What does that even mean? But it's all because it's all core muscles. Oh. But I feel like him because I'm like, fuck this. This is frustrating. I fucking hate that I ever went to war. <laughs> and I scream and I don't do that. But I um, I worked so hard. But I was going to say I was looking into my my hamstrings are like my tightest area and my hips. Like I just want to be able to bend forward and not have this like low hunch. And then I've been looking into YouTube videos about stretching. And do you know that the reason you can't stretch and that you're limited in your stretching is very little to do with your muscles actually being tight, that you could do pretty much all stretches. It's in your fucking head. It's your nerves getting scared and then telling your body, no, 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 you're gonna, you're gonna, you can't go any further. So it's really, once I learned that, I'm like, oh shit. So that's why a lot of stretches, you're supposed to like start slow and like teach your nerves, like, hey nerves, it's okay. Like, I'm not gonna hurt this person because the second you go for a stretch, your body locks up immediately because your nerves send a signal to your brain going like, ow, 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 you can't do this. This is impossible. Your body is, if you stretch anymore, it'll rip something. But that's not true. You're able to move. It's your fucking head holding you back. Isn't that interesting? Brian, do you know anything about this? Um, I, I know that just just disclaimer, like you shouldn't try to force yourself to overstretch something because right. something might snap. But you can get like if you think you're just, quote unquote, not flexible. Right. You can become flexible over time. But there's a lot of hurdle. mind to it as opposed to just like there's making a lot of mind the- to everything. Yeah. I just didn't know that that I mean I'm not saying it's all that I do believe that there are tight muscles and that that yeah you can like pull we something do splits. I mean we all know that That's but, what I'm but thinking splits, splits. you can, like I really do think you can I think it's like it's it's a matter of your brain getting in the way going like you can't do that and I think that we but it's so cemented in us to believe that your your brain your thoughts and your nerves because it does hurt and your nerves are hurting so it's sending a signal that yeah. it's something and you think it's your muscles, but it's not. It's your nerves and your nerves can move. You got to ease into it. You got to ease into it. I used to do that. There's yeah. a similar concept with starting strength, which is this workout thing where I, where you would constantly make the weights heavier and heavier. And mm-hmm. like they would say, like, you think you can't do five reps of that ridiculous weight. You can. And it's amazing how if you just get over the mental hurdle, you actually can squat that much weight five times. As long as you're building up to it, though, you can't just yes. go out there and Believe squat as much that as the rock. Spot. Yeah, yes. then you'll really hurt yourself. Yeah, there's limitations. But the Chris rock. told me this anecdote yesterday of like there's some study where they put rats in a bucket and they made they exhausted them to the point where the rat drowns, right, or like is about to drown. And I'm sure they I'm sure they didn't rescue him because science is cruel. But they yeah. the, the rats drowned. Let's say it. Uh, this is just a, a made up number, but they drowned at 18 minutes, right? So they took another batch of rat, rats, and at 17 minutes, knowing that they're all going to give up at 18, they take them out at 17 minutes and they let them catch their breath for a couple minutes. They put them back in, and how long do you think those la- rats lasted? 17 minutes. Like hours because wow. the rat now thinks someone's going to come and get me when the rat has no hope 
it's yes. going to give up so much sooner. So if you think that there's an end in sight, you can hold on for that much longer. Yes, that's nice. learned helplessness. That's a that's a major study on optimism where they would take, uh, there was the one with dogs, and there's one with rats, where they would press a button and a, a pellet of food would come out. And so they learned if they press this button, a pellet of food will come out. And then they did. They brought the rats back in, they pressed the button and no food comes out. And then every mm-hmm. once in a while, they press the button and they get an electric shock. Right. And then they press the button and then food comes out and they get confused. And so now they keep <laughs> pressing the button, they get shocked, there's nothing. And then eventually they just stop pressing the button. And then they turn the food back on. If they were to press the button one more time, food would come out, but they have learned helplessness. And so they just sit there and they never press the button again. So what do we learn from that? Um, We learn that it's possible to break someone's spirit in a way that would Uh. cause them to. So so what what we learn from it is, is we should be optimistic. One of your main goals for longevity is to always try to be in an optimistic mindset. Otherwise, if you learn helplessness, that's what you'll fall into a depression and you'll stop doing the things that could potentially keep you alive. There's optimism will keep you alive longer. Optimism will elongate your life. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why old people are always like, I just laugh all the time. Like those, like, you know, 103 year old women. Yeah, like I just, I have like a, yeah, I'm pretty, they're, I'm pretty, they're not usually like very stressful um, people. But another study, just real quick, um, there was one where they, chased a deer for three hours and they what they learned from it at the very end after it was mauled by a bunch of dogs is um nothing they learned nothing it was pointless and um They're like, didn't for we another learn, thousand years we learned this lesson in 1493 i guess <laughs> exactly. we need to keep repeating it see if yeah. we get different results all right guys happy thanksgiving thank you so much for listening to the podcast today we will see you next week on the show make sure to get tickets to my show in seattle I am taping my comedy special, 7 o'clock, 9.30 shows, um, dying for besties to be there. No, I cannot do a meet and greet that night. It's just not going to work out. I might come up with some way to meet up with besties maybe the next day or the day before or something, but um, I can't do it that night. I'm so sorry, but that doesn't mean I don't want you there and that I won't feel your love there. So get those tickets for Seattle, December 16th. Make a trip of it if you want. Fly out. Um, I'd love to see you there. Can't wait for it. And um, I'll be in Brea next week with um, with Brian Frangi. Oh, no, not next week. I'll be in Detroit next week. Um, I'll also be in Munhall, Pennsylvania next week. And then the following week, I'll be in Brea, California at the Brea Improv with Brian Frangi. So come out and see that. And then uh, week after that, Seattle is my special taping. And then the Emmys. I got to get ready yeah. for those. Yeah, All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Don't be cut. And just manifest that shit. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.